0: Hey mom, I'm so excited you're with me today. I have a great episode. If you have a budget, which I feel like everybody should have a budget to be working toward whatever your financial goals are, I'm going to be talking today about some mistakes that are very common for people to make and these mistakes can hinder your success. So whatever you're working toward, whatever your budget looks like, make sure you stick to the end and see if you are making any of these 14 common mistakes so that you can make sure that budget is working best for you and your family. Let's dive in. Welcome to Frugal Living for Families. Are you ready to help your family thrive, not just survive on a single income? If so, you are in the right place. Together, we are gonna save money, learn to be thrifty, budget the easy way, lower expenses, and work toward becoming debt-free. Hi, my name is Mandy Lewis, and I cannot wait to help you care well for your family, find peace, and change your family's financial future. So, reach your hand into those crumb infested couch cushions, grab those loose quarters, and let's get saving. Before we dive in, did you know that I am a certified coach? I am a life coach and I love to coach families on helping you hit your financial goals. Whatever's holding you back from those financial goals, whether it's debt, whether you just don't have anything saved up and you're not sure where to scrimp and save some pennies to get there, whether you just want to cut back on your expenses, whatever your goals are, I want to help you get there. If you want to become a stay-at-home mom and figure out how to make that affordable for you, any goal at all, email me at frugallivingforfamilies at and I will send over my latest coaching options for you. I'd love to help you get where you want to go. All right, let's dive in 14 common mistakes that I see people making with their budgets and that are keeping them from the most success that they could be seeing. So number one is ignoring your irregular expenses. So these are expenses that maybe don't come up in every single month. If you are a monthly budget tracker, like I am, sometimes there are expenses that are seasonal, that are certain holidays, just don't come up every single month. You may spend more on your yard work or maintenance in the summer, certain home maintenance projects, certain times of the year. A lot of car maintenance is only by certain mileage. So there are so many expenses. Kids activities can be sports related. Those are certain times of the year or school related, school pictures. So make sure that you are thinking ahead to every single month of what may be coming up. And if it is something larger, like let's say Christmas spending, you can add a line item into your budget each and every month that will help you save up toward that huge expense. So you are not caught off guard. So my second mistake, and these are in no particular order is underestimating your variable expenses. What is a variable expense? It is an expense that each and every month actually tends to be a different amount. So where you may have, let's say a car payment, it's the same amount every month, right? That's a fixed expense. It's always $350 or whatever it is, but things like food, your groceries, your gas that you put in the car, your heat bill, things like that may be variable. They're not going to be the exact same amount every single month so a good tip for making sure that you are getting the right amount for your budget is to go back and track past months and see if there were any months that you know you spent kind of extra or more than normal go with that total amount that you paid that month all right number three is neglecting your emergency fund so if you have not yet built up a savings for emergencies and it's a comfortable amount for you that should be a line item on your budget including that in there so that you can be setting aside a portion of your income to that emergency savings until it has reached an amount you are comfortable with now a lot of people i know recommend starting out with one thousand dollars saved up for your emergency fund other people recommend going all the way to three months or six months of living expenses. So it's really what is comfortable for you and making sure that is on your budget as a line item. So you're contributing every month until you hit the goal that you have. Right, number four is a common one when you are first starting out creating a budget and that is being overly ambitious. A lot of people, so they create a budget and they, They're overly ambitious, they think they're gonna reach their goals really fast, they're gonna get all of their debt paid off in the next couple months, whatever it is. So just being realistic with your budget and knowing that you may take longer to pay off your debt than you think, you may have more things in your line items on your budget than you thought you were going to need to include, and maybe just being too rigid isn't going to work for you and your family. Setting a realistic budget from the get-go can help you avoid burnout, can help you have some of those expenses that will allow you to feel like you're not giving up on everything. All right, number five is a big one. I've talked about this in prior episodes, and that is a mistake is not tracking your spending. So once you have set up your budget, you have to have a system for tracking your spending that you're actually doing every month, every day, every week, you don't have to fill it out every day, but I recommend once a week sitting down tracking all of your expenditures. Now, if you are really on a tight budget and you have to be on that tight budget, I recommend tracking every day. Now you shouldn't be spending a ton of money every single day. So this would only take you a few minutes to update and some days you may not be spending at all and you have nothing to add onto your spending tracker. but. If you're not tracking your spending, you will not know if you're going over budget, how much you have left in each category, how you are doing overall. If you have any additional money that you can be applying to a debt snowball payment or towards your savings goals, Um, without tracking your spending, you have no data and that budget is useless. All right. Number six mistake is people tend to forget putting their debt repayment into their budget. So whatever your payment is that you make towards your debt, that should be a line item. If you have an extra snowball payment that you're making, that should be a line item. So you can do this in a number of ways. You can have each debt individually laid out in your budget as separate line items, and you could have a snowball as an entirely different line item and add to that as you have any extra income coming in or you can have all debt payoff as one line item. Adjust it. If you end up adding to your snowball during the month, you can adjust it accordingly. I do not recommend putting on your budget, just your minimum payment. If you are able to make any extra payment towards your debt in a snowball payment amount, I recommend doing so and having that as a line item so that you have that as a fixed extra snowball that you are committed to each and every month. All right, number seven is just being too strict with your spending and not being willing to adjust your budget as needed. Sometimes there are expenses that come up that are completely unexpected, and we can't just say no if it is something crucial. Let's say you have a flat tire and that expense needs to happen to get yourself to work. So you have to have that car repair done. That's extra money that was maybe not in your budget. And not only do you have to pay for it this month, but you can actually add in a line item going forward to start setting aside a little bit of money each month to save up for in case this happens again, right? So then you're better prepared next time. But being too rigid and not willing to adjust your budget at all leads to resentment within family members. It leads to burnout. It leads to feeling completely unmotivated, and that's not what we want. We're setting up our budget for freedom, for deciding where our money is going to go, what's most important to you, so make sure that you stay motivated and you're setting your budget up for that success. All right, number eight, I see this often, is not communicating with family. Of course, you want to be on the same page with your spouse or partner, but also letting your children know that, Hey, we've got some big goals. So we are putting ourselves on a budget and there will be things that we are no longer going to spend our money on. We're not choosing to spend our money on certain things each month going forward for a while until we hit these other goals. So letting them know upfront can help prevent you from having to constantly say no to your kids. It will help them over time ask less and less for whatever the extras are that you eliminated from your budget. And it helps kids learn what responsible decision-making about your finances looks like. But in addition, you also may need to communicate to friends or other loved ones that are used to going shopping with you or going out to dine in restaurants and happy hours. uh, Whatever it is, if there's something you will be saying no to with them maybe you want to change the way that you hang out with your friends in a way that doesn't cost you money just communicate in advance hey we've got some really big goals i'd love for you to support us in that and we are going to be eliminating certain expenses that we would have done prior i still want to spend time with you it just is going to look a little different all right number nine mistake i see people making is if you do have a little bit of extra money and wiggle room each month is people tend to eliminate the fun money. They avoid the fun line items on their budget, but sometimes having those fun experiences with your kids, maybe a movie day, adding those in can help your family feel like you are choosing to spend your money on the most important things and you haven't said no to everything and eliminating all fun by adding in a little bit of discretionary spending can help you feel like it's a very doable budget. And that's what you want. You want to have success with it and to keep going. All right, number 10 mistake I often see is is that families will not have their financial goals on their budget. If you have a financial goal outside of eliminating debt or an emergency savings, like saving up for kids' college or saving up for retirement or a vacation, or investing, anything that is a big financial goal for your family should be a line item on your budget. Even if you have very little to put towards it, by having it on there as a line item with some amount of money going towards it, you are saying it is an important goal. Your family is recognizing it as an important goal. You are making progress towards that goal and you are not forgetting about it. It is not just a dream. It is actually something you're working towards. All right, number 11 mistake i see is not automating your savings if you have a savings goal you should have it set up to automatically transfer to your savings accounts so this could be setting up if your employer has direct deposit and you can typically set up more than one account and break your paychecks apart so if you have a savings goal of 200 a month let's say And maybe you get two paychecks every month and you want to set aside $100 from each paycheck. You can set up your direct deposit with your employer to have first $100 go to a savings account and the rest go into your checking account. By automating your savings, you will forget that it's even happening and you will be surprised at how fast your savings builds. Another way to do this is with your bank, you can set up an automatic transfer between your checking to your savings accounts. If your savings accounts are at the same bank, I love the idea of having your savings account somewhere at a different bank, so it's not as easy for you to take the money out. But if that is not an issue for you, having it at the same bank, but setting up an automatic transfer will really help your savings account build. There has been a lot of research and studies show that when we have to remember to do these savings transfers ourselves. We typically don't, or when all of the money is right there in our checking, we use it for bills and other things, and we spend it instead of saving first. So the automated savings is just a fabulous way for you to make sure that those goals are happening automatically. All right, number 12 mistake is overlooking small expenses. There may be little tiny expenses that you just don't include because they feel too small. However, one of these examples that we had when we very first got ourselves on a budget and had to really analyze our spending was my husband's daily trip to a mini mart or to a grocery store, whatever was convenient for him, and grabbing a soda. Not only was it a terrible health habit, but financially every single day that actually added up to quite a bit of money every single month. And when we really totaled that up, he was able to see that could be a payment for something. It was equal to something like our heat bill or our electrical bill. I can't remember. There was a bill that we were like, this would actually pay for that bill. That's how much is being spent on literally one soda a day. By tracking your spending and being committed to actually tracking every single expense you have, you will catch all these small expenses that you may have overlooked in the past. Number 13 is a big expense I see a lot of people making and that is impulse purchasing. So when there is something you wanna spend your money on, it's really important to first ask yourself, is this on the budget? have i budgeted for this expense do i have room left in that line item on my budget and if i if i spend the money on this item right now and it comes out of that line item on my budget am i going to have enough of a balance left in that line item to get me through the rest of the month if it's going to make it too strict for you too tight to possibly go over budget then maybe the answer is no right now but checking yourself, asking these questions before you spend any money can save you from so much heartache later with all of the impulse spending. And over time it will become automatic and you'll really realize how much impulse shopping you you were doing. And you may notice just how many times you and your family were impulse shopping or impulse spending. All right. My last, tip for you today. Last mistake I see people making with their budgets is comparing your budget to somebody else's. Another family, they may appear to have all their finances in order because they just got a brand new car. But what you may not know is that family may not have budgeted for that and may be having a lot of debt and not really understand where their finances are. And even if you have friends who are on a budget, Your budget needs to be custom for your family's values, your family's needs, and their family is just going to have different needs and different values than your family. There's no right or wrong budget. The only wrong budget is the budget that doesn't work for your family. So stop comparing yourself to others. Stop trying to keep up with what other people are doing. Focus on your own family, that's the most important thing, your own family's finances, and just keep going strong no matter what. All right, friend, that's what I have for today. If you found any value in this episode, would you please share this with somebody else that you feel could really be blessed by this information? And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss any of my future episodes. I want to help your family succeed at your finances and all of your financial goals. I'm here for you. Let me know in the comments which of these mistakes you found that you are making and that you feel you can put something in place to remedy that situation right away take care i'm honored that you are with me today blessings to your family